This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You know who he kills it every day is Judd Zolga. That's who, he just kills it, man. Look what at that I segue. Step into? Yeah, we're just talking about the, the, that. The, the, things we'd not, rather not do than this. And I do not want to clean up after a massacre. No, thank you. None for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That would be on my list. Really, any, almost anything to do with the human body, I'm probably out, though. Dead or alive. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, those poor people that work at Target Field, always having to clean up after those massacres. I mean, 81 times a year. My God. Hey, oh. Hey, no. What are you talking about? I know. All they won Sunday. back on track, damn it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know what? I did not expect them to win. I stopped watching after the seventh inning. They were down three to nothing, and they came storm. Judd, I think it's me. When I watch them, they suck. Well, you certainly, because I, I was there. It was a, what I would describe, I think, very fairly through eight innings as a dead-ass game, right? It was right? terrible. I mean, it was just awful. They're being shut out. You're like, oh, they're in, they're in trouble. And... I will give them this. They're not exactly playing world beaters, but at no. least they're doing what they didn't do in the first half. They're winning games, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they lost, what, two or three at home to, to Detroit. So, And Detroit's mm-hmm. awful. So, um, you know, they sweep Oakland. They sweep the White Sox. Those aren't great teams, but it sure as hell beats coming on here and talking to you about why they uh, crap the bed against teams like that. Well, don't you think that that's kind of the goal? That's what I was used to hear from Tom Kelly is you want to pound the bad teams and play 50-50 with the good teams. Yes. That's what you want yep. to do. He's, uh, he's exactly mm-hmm. right. That and you want to uh, win series. You, you don't need to sweep them all for sure. Yeah, no, but no. you know what? Two or three it is a very comfortable place. So we'll see. But, I mean, it it is nice to see a resilience, even though it came in the uh, ninth inning yesterday, that, as we talked about, for the first, you know, before the All-Star break, we really didn't see. No, you're absolutely right. I do have to ask you, and I'm asking everybody this question. Has there been an, a genetic uptick? Because, Judd, I, I have never seen arms like baseball players have today. Holy – they can stand with their back against center field wall and throw it home on the fly. Like, what the hell? Um, I think it's a combination of things. But, yes, I, I agree completely. I, I mean, when I was a kid – for instance, you did have right fielders. You know, Dave Parker had an absolute sure, yeah. cannon. There, yeah. there, there were guys like that. But it feels like it's a whole lot more now of guys that can make throws. And as we've talked about a bunch of times already, pitchers, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, Duran is throwing 100. He's, I think he averaged in his inning of work 101. He averaged 101. I don't think I saw a pitch below, and I didn't. I didn't look up for each one, but I don't think I saw a pitch below 100 miles an hour. I, that it was. There were like two guys that could throw over 100 miles an hour back in the day, back in the 70s, 80s, that that era. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nolan Ryan could throw 104, but who else? Yeah, I mean, yes, it was a very, it was an incredibly short list. And I mean, I guess once in a while guys would touch that, but that's the thing is they would touch it. Now it's, uh, you know, a guy like Duran comes in and he Mm -hmm. is consistently, he, if he wants to, he can throw every pitch over 100 miles per hour if he elected to, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it's fun to watch. 
Yeah, well, there's no question about it. And you already pointed out that t- the Twins were losing to bad teams like Detroit. Uh, something happened. Would you give some of the credit to uh, to Rocco for the uptick? I know they haven't been playing great teams, but they were losing to bad teams before. Yeah. Well, I would give them a bit of credit as a whole, and I mean, Rocco would get some for the fact that they have made some changes. You know, I think it's so they're eight and two since the All Star break. I think at three or four of the games, they have actually done something that I think was very unRocco like. They've stacked at times. Now they didn't do this on Sunday. Three left-handed bats consecutively. Julian hits two. Kirilov, mm-hmm. who I absolutely love, hits three. Yeah. And yep. Kepler, who has picked it up, hits four. And those guys went a combined 0 for 11 on Saturday. But before that time, the, that combination was absolutely fantastic. Did you, by chance, see the highlight since you tuned out? Did you see the highlight of Kirilov's hit that tied the score at three? Yes. Yep, I did, I did see the replay. What an unbelievable job of hitting that was you know he wasn't swinging the fences he knew exactly what he had Mm -hmm. to do which was score the guy right so instead of these you know i'm gonna try and end the game here putting on these massive swings i tweeted this he literally carried it yeah very good yep he he got his feet going and he literally just waited on the pitch and as it came and he, he was already starting to sort of run like rodney would occasionally do and he just waited on the pitch waited until it traveled, and then cue-balled it to left for a double. It was, I mean, that type of thing now I appreciate so much because so few guys care about that. I thought that was fantastic. No, I couldn't agree more. There's no question about that. It, he's special. Kirilov is special. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and I know they have not been beating good teams, that, but, you know, they were losing to bad teams before, so something happened during that break, uh, and I hope it continues. Well, and they've started to hit now. I I did yep. the math. They were they were averaging. I think pre All Star break, if just off the top of my head, I think they were averaging four point six runs per game in ninety one games since they've come back. I think they're more like five point eight two, which with this pitching, you know, makes the difference because the pitching again holds up. The pitching's good. Yes, that's the shame of the first half was they were wasting all of this good starting pitching and pitching in general because um, they couldn't score and. You know, yeah, it wasn't very pleasing to watch for the first eight innings on Sunday, but at least they came back with three to tie it, and at least they they won. So there's something to be said for doing what the 2019 team did all the time, which is show a bit of resilience, and it felt it feels like they're starting to get there. Now the question is that they've got Seattle in for three now. I'm curious when they do get through this slate of uh, of games against not so good teams. You know, when you take on a good team, how do you fare? But this at least gives you optimism. Mm-hmm. And and we were so, you know, pissed off at the All-Star break. That's no fun. Well, that's exactly right. The All-Star break was was the low point of the season, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, what would you say there are 6-2 and two in the last eight games? Is that right? Uh, they're, they're, <clears throat> uh, since the All-Star break, they're 8-2. and two. They, eight they lost. 2 okay. They split a four-gamer at Seattle. They swept Oakland, and then they just that's right. swept the White Sox, and actually came back and rallied to win Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. which is nice to see. That's a good sign when they're rallying late in the game to come back and, and end up winning the game. That's a huge move. You're right. That's why I love baseball. I just love baseball for see this very reason. Tom's back. Oh, God, it's painful. They got you. Me. They're roping you back in just when you think it's <laughs> safe to give up on them completely. 
They're roping you back in. Who have they got next? Uh, they've got Seattle for three. All right. We can should, that's at home, and though, then, right? Yes. Yep. So Starting that's good. For, That'll work. For three, which is a team that, that is very similar to them. Yeah. So Seattle's not a great team, but they're certainly a step up from the from the A's and White Sox. Yes. Then they are off on Thursday, and then and then they go to an absolutely putrid Kansas City team uh, for three. I don't think so. If I'm not mistaken here, aside from Seattle, I don't think they play a team above 500 again until like August 4th. Really? So, so they can they can away. create the distance now. You know, just in the division, mm-hmm. they can create a gap, which they should do. Are they up three now? Yes, Cleveland okay. lost. So Cleveland lost, so they're up three. right? Yeah, if they could build a five, six, seven-game lead yes. in the next couple of weeks, that'd be great. Well, and there's if they continue to play that the way they're playing right now against the competition they're facing, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Right. I mean, if they're up seven games on August 15th, there's only, what, six weeks left in the season. So mm-hmm. they'd be in pretty damn good shape if they could get the seven games by the middle of August. That'd be great. As bad as the division is, I just want I want to feel, and I didn't at the All-Star break, I guess I'm coming around a little bit more now because of the wins, but I just want to feel like they deserve to win it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that pathetic, when you are a game under 500 through 91 games, you don't deserve a damn thing. I agree. I now do. they're winning, and, and yes, they're doing it against not great teams, but at least they're doing it. And so I just, when the season ends, if they're, they're in first place, I don't want to be absolutely embarrassed. And if you are at 500 or below, that is absolute embarrassment for mm-hmm. a division champion. No, you're right. So good. I mean, I feel much better about it. And I, the only reason I did walk away from the game yesterday is because the game went, what did it end up going, like 10, 12 innings, something like that? 12 innings. 12 innings. 12 innings. Yeah, it did go 12 innings. So, um you know, they were down three to nothing when I walked away. I think that was in the night. They came, obviously, storming back in the ninth inning. Is this correct? the key? Uh, yes, they, they scored three in the ninth. The White yeah. Sox scored one, I think, at the top of the tenth. They came right. back and scored a run right. in the bottom of the tenth. And then they didn't score. Neither team scored in the eleventh. Um, but have, have we found the magic formula, which is you start to watch the game, and, and if they <laughs> fall behind, you turn the game off? Maybe you, you pick up the it. remote, you turn the damn game off, and then they're going to come back and win. Indeed. Uh, one thing I do have to mention: um, How many games a year does does uh, Royce Molly do? Not enough now. No, he doesn't um, he do does. enough. Though I agree. He used to do more. It feels like they're splitting it out a little bit more with um, Glenn Perkins. More no Perkins more in the mix, mm-hmm. and and I actually like Perk. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I do too. But, but it feels like Roy, and and it might. I don't know if it's because Roy is being asked to cut back, or or because of his job, because he certainly has a good job in the uh, financial community. So, whenever I hear Roy, though, he meets the bar of he teaches me something. Yeah, there's no question. That's exactly why I brought him up. I love listening to Roy talk baseball because I learn things from Roy. Yes, yes, and and when when your uncle was Gene Mock. I don't think that's that you right. can help but teach about <laughs> baseball. Right. Gene Mock was his uncle. I forgot that. Yep. Gene Mock. God. Played for Gene here. And, uh, yeah, Gene Mock was a baseball genius. He was. But, yeah, Roy is good. I'd love to see Roy do do more. I just think he's – he doesn't talk too much, but he talks just enough to teach you, which mm-hmm. I really, really like. 
No question about it. Are you shocked that Gene Mock didn't win the World Series with the Twins? With the Twins? No, but but period, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The 64 Phillies remains yeah. one of the greatest choke jobs of all time. Yeah, absolutely, no question. I, that's really too bad he never did win a World Series, did he? Uh, no, no, he had the Angels in that 80, was it 86, Tom, against Boston when, when Donnie Moore... Um, uh, gave up the home run to, uh, was it Henderson? And and then, tragically, years after that, Moore killed himself, which is one of the sad stories uh. of all time. But, but um, yeah, Mock never won a World Series, and and the 64 thing haunted him, I think, to his dying day because they, they were up by so much late. Yeah. And yep. back in, in the days of just – if you if you won the National League pennant, you went to the World Series. So that was really, really too bad. We do have to take a quick break. You can stick around for about another 20 cool. minutes, something like that. Yep. Wonderful. Exactly. Uh, magnificent. We'll be right back right after this break. So if you've been following my progress at mmfatloss.com, I've lost right at 28 pounds now. You can, too, with the mmfatloss.com summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. I cannot recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort. But honestly, with mnfatloss.com, it says mnfatloss.coms. But I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be com, coms. Uh, um, we're going to correct that. Uh, secret to fat loss, okay. This program was way easier than I expected. I am back at it, uh, the weight loss phase. Another, I want to lose about another 24, 25 pounds, somewhere in there, which may, would make sense to me. You'll absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special. $200 off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, it's about a pound of fat every day, as a matter of fact. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy, too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., I'll tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. 
Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The up to the five grand off sales event ends July 31st. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, Judge Zolgat, in today for Phil. How much time does that boy take yeah. off? My God. Nonstop. So here's, here's, his, uh, here's his tactical mistake. He, uh, so he, d- during the pandemic, uh, decided to move to Seattle with his wife, right? And because he, he could oh, still sure. do, with technology, the show there. So mm-hmm. that was no problem. But his mistake was he made a good enough friend, or they they did, that he had to go back for their wedding and take Thursday, Friday, and Monday off. I'm not sure about you, but if I move to a different state, I'm not making any friends where I feel obligated to go back. I agree. Once I've moved, once I've moved back home, I'm like, you know what? Here's twenty bucks. Enjoy the honeymoon. Good luck to you. But I'm not going back to watch you get get. <clears throat> married it's just that simple i i just wouldn't do it it's kind of hilarious you bring that up because i don't go to weddings or funerals i don't do either one of them um i i if i really like you i'll show up at the church but i'm not going to the reception and i think that's because i was in a band for the whole time i was a teenager and all that so we played a lot of weddings i just got sick of them i don't want to brag but you went to both of mine both of your weddings both my uh, wedding reception. But they were <laughs> oh, kind of combined. It was pretty casual. Yeah, events. they were pretty combined. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, it was like I, hard to get out. I mean, it was literally in a gym um, at Gigi's Playhouse. So it was like whatever. Indeed. But it's yeah. true. You, yeah, you hung out. Well, my niece is getting married, I think, in October. Where? In Red Wing. Oh, fun. So we'll, we'll, we'll go oh, to that. gorgeous. And that's, that's what awesome. I told him. I'll, I'll show up for the reception, but I'm, I mean, excuse me for the wedding, but I'm not going to the reception. St. James for, for the reception. I time. love the St. James. That's where they the get Saint- married at the St. James. Oh, the St. James is awesome. Love that place. I love Red Wing and I love the St. James and mm-hmm. Barn Bluff and all of it. Catherine's <clears> a dancer. <throat> Does she just stay back with Alex? Yeah, Alex and she go to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that That's exactly sense. what happened. I could see that. They're very fun at weddings. And then funerals I can't do. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I've that. been to a funeral and I can't even tell you the last time I went to a funeral. If I die before you, <clears throat> will you go to mine? No way. Please, come on. No. Please. If, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll come if I end up hating you. Then I'll come. All right. I can make that happen. <laughs> I'll work out in the I end. can work on that. I get too emotional at that stuff. I, I, I can't handle it. I but just like, can't. It, you have a good chance of me not dying before you. So it's like a promise you can make. 
and then like hope for the best. Nope, you're out of the mix. Fine. Forget it. So can can I say this? It, I grew up Catholic. Me too. I've been to a, a ton of funerals. In, in fact, I used to get called in as an altar boy to work random funerals of people at St. Teresa and Deep Haven that I didn't even know when I was in grade school. Mm-hmm. But in my older age, I think funerals are weird. I yeah. do too. I think they're weird. First of all, cremate me. Yeah, yes. pretty much Sec- everybody now. Right? Yeah, but second of all, I'm dead. Like, you don't need to <laughs> gather to remember me. Un- like, unless it was a big deal to the I person agree. who died. Yep. I think we, you know, cremation, a couple of nice words. You know, I mean, if you want to do a reception and have some drinks, I guess. But I just, I think the whole thing of going through a mass to celebrate a life of a person who's not there. <sighs> yep. I mean, it's but, sort of weird. But sometimes the funeral, I mean, obviously the funeral isn't for the person who died, especially if people die in, in, in circumstances where the family <laughs> needs that kind of support, that pat on the back. Like sometimes it's for the family. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. And that's and that's fine. I'm just saying that I don't think it's it's like commonplace accepted that there's always going to be one, it feels like. Yeah. And like if the family needs that or I mean, you know, God forbid you're child dies or something i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about if you've had if you've had a good life and pass away at you know i don't know 90 or something judd you're um, so practical i could see your wife just being like we're gonna go to lunch and uh mm -hmm. that's it that's our big event we're doing for judd i told her i want some ashes on the warning track at target field (laughs) there you go i'd love to get to i'd love to get inside Wrigley just to get a few there too. I mean, come on. The Love Wrigley Field. Nope. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's pretty simple. I I just, it's just weird because as a Catholic growing up, you become accustomed to things that that you think are just mm-hmm. normal, right? Yeah. Like everybody has this, everybody has that, and then you sort of get away from it a little bit, and you're like, eh, I don't know, all that's necessary. I have a feeling my husband's gonna want me to get him on all the courses that he couldn't get on, yeah. so I'm gonna have to like. Love this. Yeah, I'll have to start like dating somebody at Fair Path. You know, every exclusive course he can't get on, he's going to want to, at some point, have his ashes spread. I know he's going to give me a chore. Well, luckily for you, when he passes, you will upgrade to a guy who can play all those courses, who will get you you on. And that's really his real dream, I'm sure, for me. Mm -hmm. Wait, are you telling me that that your good friend Tom, Brittany, can't get your husband on Bear Path? We're working on it. Well, it's closed right now. They're redoing it. This is true. Right. Tom's been dropping, uh, what was your friend who lives there? My friend who lived there? Or a friend who, as a member there. You oh, say, yeah, you mean the general manager. Yeah, who's really lovely. Former twin. There's a great picture of him upside down yes. during the 91 World Series. Yeah. Greg Olson, right? Greg Olson. That's yeah. exactly a great guy. Oh, really? really good guy. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Greg's the general manager. Well, at least he was. I assume he still is. But, oh, if he wants to go to Bear Path when they reopen it, I will take him to Bear Path. No problem. Yeah, they tore those courses up. It's actually been yep. really affecting me, Judd, because one of my biggest hobbies is finding golf balls on around Bear Path. Oh, sure. And yeah. so I've been personally affected <laughs> oh, <yeah>. by <laughs> Bear Path being torn up. Do you sell them, or what do you do once you find them? Oh, no. I just like collecting them. Like, I have, like, three ball days. Sometimes if I do, like, a really long walk, I can sometimes – and, like, I know which ones are nice i don't i just give them to my husband or the neighbors i don't really care about them but it's just it because i walk and run so much it's become my weird hobby where people ask how many did you get today one of my favorite things about bear path i will never forget i used to play it there a lot with uh, johnny castino former twin once in a while with ken herbeck but we went out there for halloween there was a halloween fest 
which means the golf course is going to close any minute now because it's at the end of October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're out there for Halloween, and I played a round of golf with Kent Herbeck wearing a glowing halo as his Halloween costume. That's cute. <laughs> that big noggin with a halo on it was something to see, That's I'll tell you that. That's very cute. God, he's fun <laughs> to play golf with, though. Those guys, Castino. I, honest to God, you get on the first tee, and if everybody doesn't hit it right down the middle in a long, long way, he'll go, come on, boys, let's get our game together. It's <laughs> come like, on. we just teed off. Settle down, Johnny. I, We're okay. I love group mentality, people. I love it so much. I would be so eating that up. Come on, let's oh, do this. You'd love Castino. Next time Castino's in town, we, we should all get together and have dinner. That'd be super fun. What a great guy. My favorite twin as, as a kid was Smalley and Castino. Oh, yeah. Smalley's a great guy. And his and kids are even kid. better than he is, by the way. So... Castino was on that that seventy nineteen that was terrible. Yes, co rookie of the year with Alfredo Griffin with Al- of Alfredo? Toronto, yeah. and my God, right. did he have a great glove! He did indeed, oh. Johnny Castino. His heart was in it the whole time. I'll tell you that he just he wanted to win every damn game he played in. That's just how yeah, Johnny's his, always been. His back crapped out. That yep. that was the sad yep. thing because he he would have been. I think he would have been the second baseman because if you recall, they moved him to second base. I think he would have been the second baseman on the '87 World Series team, Tom. Yeah. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're back right out. about that. I do have a wonderful story because one of them's dead, and the other, and Johnny lives in Orlando now, so I can talk about this. So I'm really good friends with this one guy named Nick, who was a back. He shared a backyard fence with Castino. Okay, so Nick was my good friend, and I go over to Castino's house one day. They go, oh, my God, my buddy lives. He goes, what buddy? I said, Nick, he lives. Those two hated one another. Did they? With the <laughs> fence and everything? I love that. I will never forget that. They hated one another. What was their main, like, fight? Like, what was the thing that they were so... I, I, I think Nick got really touchy because Castino's kids were, could be loud playing games in the oh. backyard, so Nick didn't like that. And it was, a, it would, Nick should have just calmed down. It would have been just fine. I love when I find out we've got neighborhood beef going on, like what, who's against who, and all that stuff. It you is, guys would have loved Nick Cook. He was a great guy. So it cracks me up because it's like obviously there's a lot more in common you probably have than you don't with your neighbors. Well, I'll tell you, both of them were really, really good friends oh, of mine. So, I bet. you know, I can't say all oh, that. Yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't like him. They were great guys, both of them. I bet they're very similar. A lot of times that's... Probably. That's usually what happens when there's this Probably. huge feud. It's like, they're both weirdly <laughs> stubborn over something very specific. That was wonderful. I haven't seen Johnny C. in a long time. i got to call Johnny C. I haven't seen him in a long, long time now. Great guy. Moved to Orlando, like I said, back in the day. So, what the hell? I think he went to... He went to Rollins College down there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, playing golf with him was fun, man. God, he's just so into it. He just, his heart and soul were in every round. What do you prefer, Tom? Somebody not in their heads, totally not in the game, that they'll talk during your backswing, play music? none of that. Or do you like (laughs) it where they're really strict only on the game? Like, what side of the spectrum would you prefer? I have a huge problem because... My current, because Andy Fisher died, he was my best friend my whole life. And then my second best friend was Kendall Norberg. Yeah. So he's now my best friend and the living friend in the world, right? He got upgraded. The problem, yes, he got upgraded, exactly. But the problem with Kendall is the people he plays with, like Kevin, I'm going to play with him on Sunday, as a matter of fact. 
they play music during the round, and I hate that. I don't love that. Mm. I don't like the music being played on, on the golf course. It's I, just. I, I think ugh. you're. I think you're onto something. I get really annoyed when people decide what music I will be listening to, like <laughs> so yeah, exactly. loud. I don't mind if you can like hear exactly. it within like five feet of your little cart or whatever. But when we're playing, we're playing music so loud that you've decided like I'm gonna love this song. Don't don't do that. That's too loud. I'm not kidding you. Playing, I played a lot of golf over the years with Rocco Mediate. Yeah. It's not only playing music. It's like, walk this way. It's like, Jesus, could you turn it down a little? Just uh, just back her off a little. But, God, I haven't seen Rocco in years now. Rudy, you play a lot. Do you play music when you go out? Never. I couldn't see you, you doing hate? that. I hate it. I, the, and it, here's the thing. Everybody's music sucks. I know. It sucks. It does. I don't want to yeah. try it in the middle of my backswing. I don't want to hear Florida Georgia Line. Your music sucks. <laughs> Everyone's music it's sucks. shit music. Turn it off. No one wants to hear it. You well, suck. It's so true. Unless you specifically pick that song, it sucks. That's not the vibe you're going for. Yeah. It's true. When did this start? Oh, it's been 15 years now, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, don't play music on the all the yelling and the screaming and the, the that never used to happen on a golf course. Is nope. it allowed? Is it allowed to play really? music? Really? Oh, no, no, I don't no. they do allow it and I don't know why. Yeah. But they still you still have to do like the full collar. You still have to do like there's all these rules and etiquette. I play pantsless, but that's your business, sir. <laughs> yeah. Full collar, no pants. We, yeah, full collar, but no pants. That's I love exactly. that answer. With or without. I play pantsless, he says to me. Just play pantsless. That's funny. No, I, I, I don't like that at all. This is a golf course. Stop playing music and screaming and yelling and cheering. And It's golf. Yeah. Be a gentle person. How about that? Yeah. Right? I just think, I mean, I don't even like it. Public beaches, when you play your music so loud. Yeah. Like, oh, I get sure, it. Yeah. You want to yep. play music in your little circle, fine. But, like, I shouldn't have to listen to Calypco or whatever for the 20 minutes that I'm throwing, you know, the ball for the dogs. Like, this is not my, I don't want to hear this. I'm sorry. <laughs> would be the greatest if they did that back in the old days and all the immigrants, like, from Poland would play Polish hits on the golf course. Right? I mean, Yeah, that'd be wonderful. That'd be just great. Yeah, yeah, don't play music on a golf course. I, I, I just, I don't know if they're going to do it on Sunday. Fights back in the day. Oh, oh, absolutely, it would. I mean, you'd get some fights off that. I, yep. th that's why I'm surprised. I don't care for it. I'll tell you that. I don't know if they'll do it or not on Sunday, but we'll be fine. Isn't that why you go out to the golf course to, to get, get away from to it. get away from all yep. that? I don't right. want. I don't want my phone. I don't want music. Yep. I don't want yeah. people. I just want to enjoy and drink a beer and and have a terrible round of golf with the guys. And that's why I'm there. Terrible round, damn it. That's all we know. Justin was real revved up because he got 39 on the front nine and then... Oh, that's good. ...pooped the bed on the back nine. That happens, but 39's damn good. Oh, he was... He brought it up quite a bit. He's going to be really happy that I brought it up on here, so... Yeah. yeah. Walk off. Yeah, he should have. Walk, just walk away after nine. Yeah. <laughs> he should have. walk away, Justin. Yeah. I'm playing with Catherine tomorrow. Catherine and I are playing a round of golf tomorrow after I, the uh, show. Word on the street is Catherine's pretty good. Oh, Catherine would be phenomenal if she gave a rat's ass. Yeah. She's very long and lean, pretty strong. Yeah. Oh, if she cared, she'd be really good. Um, yeah. I, uh, my mom tries to sell me on golf every two weeks and just convinces me. She goes, but you can get a whole new set of outfits. Which uh, almost <laughs> got me. Well, you're long, you're you're tall, so you probably yeah. would be able to hit the ball some uh, some distance. I just need, I still need that physical aspect in a sport, like that running, uh, that whatever. Like I'm still very into tennis. Like Pretty I like people. 
Yeah, hitting mm-hmm. people would be great. I don't think Checking. I can in tennis, <laughs> but like I still Checking have trouble. Checking golf. Yeah. Why don't you find the guys that are playing music and hit them? Yeah. yeah. No, you're talking. Perfect. I'm on it. You know, one thing that it only took me about 35 years to learn: don't swing like you're hitting a baseball. Because when you swing to hit a baseball, you swing as hard as you possibly can. You do that in golf, you're never going to be any good. Swinging really hard is just not a good idea in golf. It's all timing. Yeah, it's almost as if your body is just super limp. Yeah. There's just nothing yeah, to it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you don't feel anything. Like when, it, when that yep. club makes contact with the ball, it should feel like a feather just hit your arm. Like there's nothing to no, it. Oh, you're right. And it takes such a long time to be able to understand that concept. Well, it's only been like 36 years, and I'm almost there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when I first started golfing, it was my driver, my 7-iron, and my pitching wedge all went the same distance. Really? I couldn't figure it out. So like 130 yards. That was about that. didn't matter what club I had. It was always about 130 yards. Yeah. Swinging too fast. Yep. And now that I've had a few lessons, and I worked with this kid named uh, uh, Blake. Uh, He was from Eden Prairie. He's young. He's 22. He's a hell of a golfer. He was the guy who like settled me down and went, here's how right. you get, here's That's how right. you start using your clubs correctly. That is wonderful. And Catherine's just a natural. She has a nice, really high and long swing, but very, not really slow, but really good tempo. Mm-hmm. She, she gets, it. I don't know where she learned that from, but she gets it, which is very cool. And of course, you know, when I lose to her, it's a great it's fine. <laughs> you know where I kill? My husband's a great golfer, but I kill in mini golf. Like, Oh yeah, Can Can Wonderland. Ooh wee! I've never lost. I've never lost to my husband. He gets distracted really easily, and I thrive in chaos. So do not bring that up to Gelfand ever. What? Mini golf. Is he not a big Lily Putt? No. He used to love Lily Putt until his baby boy was celebrating, making a hole in one, and hit him in the face with his putter. Wait, I feel Brittany has to ask about this now. I will. I will on Thursday. I have a special. Wait, the- yeah, I can get away with oh. asking Gull fan anything. So I'll Lily Putt was one of my my fa- favorite ones. The the one off seven and one one on one time. Seven and one on one. The Lily Putt. Oh right yeah, there. I used to go there all the time as a kid. Love it. What city is that? Uh, is it Minnetonka? Minnetonka? Oh, yeah, it's okay, Minnetonka, it's that yeah. area. Okay, yeah, now I can see it. Yep. There's a bank there now. Yeah. Yes, right. There's a bank there now where, the, where, the, where that used to be. And there can, used to be, Tom, if if you recall, in right by there in the parking lot of what was Seven High, there there used to be, I think it was a place called Snuffy's Drive Up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Love Snuffy's. Yeah. My absolutely. mom would take me there. Thrill of the week right there. Well, you got to go, yeah. man. This is not fair. Judd, you have to leave. Don't, you can't reminisce. We don't want to get you in trouble. All right. Well, I appreciate that. I, I will t- wait. I'll talk to you again tomorrow because Phil's taking the past two days off too. So, oh my God, I'm on the schedule for tomorrow. I'm so. special. I'm. I think Phil. Phil's back on Friday. I don't know. Like I said, don't make friends, so you have to go to their wedding in, mm-hmm. in different states. <laughs> Works for me. For Thanks, Judd. Great all job, right, Pally. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen, score north. We have Joe from Louisville on the horn. All I ever do is carry you on every subject, Joe. That's all I know. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. I will tell you, though, I still want it. I've never heard from you that you actually believed it when you asked me to come to your house and I actually did to meet your family. You never thought I'd yeah. really come, did you? No. See? But well, then again, I never thought you'd get mops either. Well, yeah, but I can't. Coming from, uh, at the time, I believe I came from Golden Valley over to that area 
Yeah, it's it's quite a distance, first of all. Yeah. But that was a fun day. Oh, they, also, they also redid all that. Yeah, I just forgot to update everybody's GPS. <laughs> but other than that, like that. So what's happening with yeah. you and golf, Pally? Uh, y'all should come down to Louisville next May and check out the PGA Tour. They're playing Valhalla. Oh, they're playing Valhalla. That's a great golf course. That's a wonderful golf course. Yep. And if you want to go the entire week, you can spend anywhere between $3,000 and $5,500. Well, that's dirt cheap. Pretty much free. (laughs) Not a problem at all. That's a little spendy. There's no doubt about that. No, that's... Or you can go anywhere from $150 to $1,000 for daily tickets. Unbelievable. So that's when next year? That's uh, next May. Next May, okay. Starts May 13th and goes to 19th. God, that's funny. That whole week. Every time, yeah, it's so funny to see see your name on the docket because just yesterday uh, a friend called me and he had never heard, you ever heard that song King of the World? It's about Muhammad Ali? Uh, Probably, I just don't remember it. Well, you should remember it because it's me doing it. Did, oh, you Uh-oh. didn't know that? Yeah, I, there's a song called King of the World. It's by Ricky Peterson. You know the Peterson family, great uh, great people. Ricky's one of the great guys in the world. But, yeah, we did a song together called King of the World, part one and part two, and, and they heard it on, I don't know where, they heard it on the radio somewhere. And they asked me about that. Have I ever heard it? And I said, yeah, actually, that's me doing it. <laughs> so I have heard it. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. But uh, that that was fun. I'll have to get over to the Muhammad Ali Museum and see if they have it in there. They should put it. And, you know, that breaks my heart that Muhammad Ali is no longer with us. I loved Muhammad Ali. My God, he was my favorite right. athlete of all time. That uh, funeral was insane for it. Oh, I for bet. Him. I bet. Went right past my old apartment, and it, the cars just would not stop. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure that's absolutely. Oh, it's particularly in Louisville. Is it true that he threw his gold medal into the uh, into the river in Louisville? That's what the rumor is. I don't know if it's any, there's any truth to it. There is a rumor that he took his gold medal he won in the Olympics and threw it in the river in Louisville because of the way black people were being treated at the time. Yeah, I do remember that. Long, long time right. ago. He was my hero, though, because he, he was... Uh, really good at what he did. He had a certain like urban cockiness that I loved. I just I, I love that about him. Right. Wasn't going to play the white man's game. He did not want to do that, and I admired him for that. I thought it was terrific. So, what else is happening, right. Pally? Not a lot. All right. Well, you wanted to talk golf. Did, did you talk? Yeah, that's right. You were, but you're doing well with that, right? Uh, yes and no. I'm. Uh, not doing too good today. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I might have to uh, go back and deal with the hospital again. Well, let me know. Let me know what the situation is. So keep me updated on that, okay? Roger. All right, Pally, thanks for calling in. Yeah, Joe, before you uh, take, take off, care. man, uh, I'm gonna actually gonna be, uh, I'd love to meet you because you call the show all the time. I'm actually going to be in Louisville at uh, the Comedy Club of Louisville on September 22nd and 23rd for four shows. So if you get a chance, man, come out. Oh, right on. Please come out. I'd love to get you on the guest list and come and hang, man. You're such a supporter of the show. It'd be yeah. fun to get some pictures. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. So fun talking to you. All right. 
Have a good you day. You too. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, it was way back in the old days. I got, I don't know how many years ago, 10 years ago or somebody called me and said, I know you'll never do this, but my mom and dad want to meet you. Would you come to my house? I said, sure. He goes, yeah, okay, whatever. But I actually did. I showed up at his house. Could not have been nicer people. That's very nice people. That's crazy and very cool. Well, I never understood why people would say, yeah, I'll do it, and then they don't show up. Why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, I was, uh, when I was doing afternoons at 93X, you used to throw a big... Where? At 93X. What's that? One of those tin cans that are over on the other side of oh, town. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. And we would throw a big 4th of July party at my uh, first house in Richfield. And I had you know, put out an event for it. And I accidentally put it as public oh, and not as private. No. Oh, no, no, no. And while we're like in the middle of the event, we got a bunch of people, like my family's there, we got the neighbors, and all of a sudden these people start showing up that I have never met. And I'm like, who are these people? And then somebody came over and they're like, hey, by the way, I just figured it out. So all these people, we don't know who they are. It's because your Facebook event is public and not private. I bet we had about 30 listeners show up. Was it a blast? It was the the, the best. They all hung out and like helped clean up. And we had a stage out there with a band and they helped like break down the stage. And they stuck around to like one in the morning drinking beers by the fire it was great like what a happy little accident i've hung a little hanging out with your family and friends and they seem like the type that would be like all right if you bring brats at least did somebody bring enough food like let's do this game on Mm -hmm. i love that well since it's a 93x were a lot of tit and dick jokes lots that was all it was really yeah i mean more dick than tit because you know we were kind of compensating (laughs) here's god smack (laughs) ding 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 we're so straight yeah, straight as straight or straight. <laughs> I have found that in general, that that listeners to the show back in the day, and same with your your situation, that if they did show up, they were always very very nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, I was up in Brainerd on Saturday night. I had a show up there, oh, and yeah, and there was a guy. His name is Nick. I just met him. His uh, girlfriend was performing on the show, and we started chatting. He's like, "Oh, do you have a full time job outside of being a comic?" I said, "Yeah, I'm on a podcast with Tom Bernard," and he goes. Son of a bitch. 20 years ago, I went to Vegas with the show. Oh, God, yeah. Started telling all the old stories about the theater and the people and the chaos and how much fun it was. Yeah, it was a good time. That's awesome. We literally had 5,500 people show up for every show. You had to, you could not walk through the casino in Vegas without security mm-hmm. because you'd never get to your room. Sure. I mean, it was in a good way. Nobody's being a prick, but you just couldn't get through the crowd unless you did. They were amazing people. So fun. It's just nice. We just had a blast. It was. It was the greatest. Yeah. What if we ever get to the point we can go to Vegas with this show? Probably not. And not because we couldn't, but I just don't see us. I don't know. I think there's Vegas is great. I love Vegas. Mm-hmm. We have other mountains to conquer. Like what? I mean, even just like around here. We got to do a live show around here for sure. Well, we're doing a live show for an hour at the fair. This yeah. is true. This is our first. I mean, you are. You are with Don Shelby. I will I literally know, be like taking pictures. I'm going to just be having fun. Don, where are we going to be again? What stage? So you'll be on the main, like the grand stage, which is kind of right at the, you know, that big ramp that goes up to the grandstand? Yeah. So it's kind of right next to, it's like right in the center of the fair. It's right next to the Channel 5 booth. Oh, it's right there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I can tell Shelby to be there and then I'll just call him from the house. Shut be up. Perfect. You're going. Be You're perfect. going, and people are going to come meet you and say hi. You're going. I'm going to pick you up. We're going to go to the Hubbard bus. It'll be fantastic. You'll be out. You'll be done. It'll be lovely. The last time I was at the Minnesota State Fair, I was there when John Hines retired. Yeah. He did his last show that uh, 
that year from the, the fair. I don't know if it was his last show ever, but it was last show from the fair. And just sitting there watching all this. I think Donna Valentine, he was working with her oh, then. Oh, really? Is that, is that right? Yeah, he, she worked with Don Hines for sure. <clears throat> I think We it's just one, talked about this. Yeah, I literally think that she was there, but I don't. I didn't, never got to meet her. I don't know why, but it was one of those deals. But. She, she said she'd come on the show. <clears throat> we got to get her on. What do you mean she'd come on the show? Why wouldn't she? No, I mean, I just meant because of her schedule. She literally has her show. She's got no schedule for She yet. has her show at 9, so she said she'd come in at in the morning. Yeah, us. 7 o'clock would be good. No, yeah. She's very pleasant. I, when I met her, she... Uh, well, I will tell you this. Every radio person that I've met so far over at Hubbard has been very, very nice. A couple of them I haven't met, and I heard they're both pricks, but, you know... I'm obsessed with Donna Valentine. Like she she's very is nice, yeah. so good at steering the show, and she's just so talented, but does it effortlessly. Like a lot of things, like you do, where she just does it, and you don't even realize it. And uh, yeah, it's no, great. she was she was great. She was very very nice. Crisco, great guy. Yeah, met him over there. Super. Oh, the bunch of people I met over there, they're all very very nice. Yeah, maybe the assholes stayed away from me. That might have been it. No, I, I love working at, yeah, my talk. It's super fun. And KS95 is great, too. KS95. Well, how about WDGY and the HD2 channel of 107.1? WD. I don't think they're actually run by people anymore. It's like AI over there. No, they got, just they got live people on here. We just don't. Uh, you know who was on there a couple of days uh, last week? Ray Eric. Ray Eric was. I listened to him both days. Yeah, no, I, I don't think, I don't know what section they're in. Are they out of the KSTP building? I have no idea. I have no clue where they work. But yeah. <clears throat> Maybe. Oh, we got to take a break. Yeah. I do know that. We'll be right back in a couple minutes, wrap things up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tritune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit 
Freight and prep are not included in packages. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is 9.54 now, six minutes till 10 o'clock. Wrap things up with the number one junk food in every state. I would, you, would you have any idea what the number one junk food is in Minnesota? I'm going to say Reese's. Reese's? Reese's peanut butter cups? Yeah. All right. Uh, only because it's uh, local. Maybe Pearson's nut roll. Nut roll. That'd be good. I, li- I like both guesses so far. I Number one junk food in every state. So it... By junk food, does that include stuff like, you know, the quick burgers and all that kind of stuff? I don't know. That's a really good question because I was thinking candy. Yeah. I went candy. It looks like, yeah. although Pringles are on the list. Pringles. Chips are also like in that mix of junk food. Yeah, there Pringles you go. aren't even chips. They're like called like, it's plywood something. It's it's, <laughs> it's chip adjacent. Yeah. Chip adjacent. Potato crisp. Yes, I think that's what it's there called. There you go. Okay, I okay. So you got salted nut roll, and you got what Reese's, did you? Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. Yeah. Those are good. They are so good. Last Friday was National Junk Food Day, and pretty much everyone celebrated, whether they realize it or not. If you're wondering what America's go-to junk foods are, here's an inside look. A website used Google Trends data to determine the top three junk foods in every state. Overall, Starburst got the most love, followed by Pringles, Sour Patch Kids, and Skittles. That's so funny. I don't eat any of those. Gross. No. Not, not any of them. Like, hand Wouldn't. me one yellow Starburst, and I'll be good for a couple weeks. I don't need that. Um, 
Then you got Sour Patch Kids was number one in most states with seven. Uh, Arizona, California, Delaware, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, and North Carolina. Next was Animal Crackers and Kit Kats. No, I would eat Kit Kats. I like I, Kit Kats. Kit Kats are so good. Number one in five states. Some of the more unique number ones are fruit roll-ups. That's lame. That's super lame. Mm-hmm. In Alaska and Louisiana, beef jerky being number one in Mexico. Funyun, Funyuns? I didn't even know they still made those. Funyuns are not, should not be allowed anywhere where there are other humans. I hate the smell of Funyuns. No, I agree. Alex used to eat them all the time. She would. She's yeah, she would. so <laughs> weird. She's very weird. We heard her cheese dust. It's because of Catherine. Made her weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you got your uh, Funyuns take the top spot in Texas. Swedish fish? I don't even know what that is. Those are the red fish. They're like a gummy. Oh, they're gummies? Yeah, they're in that yellow bag with the red fish on it. Um, Swedish fish being a big deal in Pennsylvania. Baby Ruth. Now, see, Baby Ruth's beating out everything else in South Carolina. I love a Baby Ruth. Nothing wrong with that. We still haven't seen Minnesota. That's be interesting. Um, oh, I'm going to have to... Click on the map because they don't even include uh, Minnesota in this. So I'll, I'll click on the uh, little deal here and find out exactly what the number. Okay, so again, we're going with with the uh, what'd you go Sour Patch Kids? No, she went Reese's. I Reese's, went Reese, uh, Pearson's Nut Roll. Okay, let's Sour see. Sour Patch if Kids is a good time. guess though, because like I know okay. a lot of people that love uh, that. It's lame. Uh oh, I'm scared. It's really lame. Don't say animal crackers because I don't know who the hell's eating animal crackers over the uh, age I've of four. Been, I haven't seen those in like 30 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gave too much credit to people for wanting a good snack yeah. like a salted nut roll. Obviously, they're going to choose Sour Patch Kids. So disgusting. What is it? You got Pringles third. Okay. Which are terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Now, Kit Kat came in second. Okay. That's okay. Minnesota. Okay. But I number, see. But number one's lame. Starburst. Oh, Star. dog. Gross. Starburst. Dumb. It's I'm, just as bad in Florida, though. Florida's nerds, fruit roll ups, and oh, I like Oreos, though. Who eats nerds? Our Oreo is a trash cookie. Dorks. That's who eats nerds. Yeah, dorks, not nerds. You know what? Wisconsin's <laughs> making us look bad. They go with M&M's, cheddar goldfish, but then they close out with animal crackers. Those are, I, honestly, besides M&M's, that list is yuck to me. Then yeah. you got uh, Iowa's got Oreos, Starburst, and Twinkie. Uh, you got Baby Ruth is number one in South Dakota with uh, Three Musketeers and Snickers and North Dakota, Twizzlers, Starburst, and Kit Kat. I'm I, surprised. Yeah, I am too. I don't know who's eating Oreos. I know my husband loves them. I'm not buying them. I think Oreos are just overrated. Really? The only nice thing about an Oreo is I like to drown it until the bubbles stop coming up. Yeah, that's a perfect amount of drowning. Yeah, it gives me like a sense of serial killer. Power. Power, yeah. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. need that power in your Mm -hmm. life. We appreciate you taking it out on the Oreo. Absolutely. As a public representative. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your least favorite state in the union? Do you have one? Least favorite state. I like to, uh, I would say, Rhode Island. Are you even real? What are you doing? Who are you? Are, <laughs> are you even real? Uh, you got, uh, okay, we got, where the hell did it go? I just had it up here. It's like 17 people there. Well, it's so damn small, you can't click on the thing. That's the other. What, what are you looking for, Rhode Island? Yeah. Well, why won't it pop up? Like Rhode Island. Do we even In let them vote? I don't know. Do mm-hmm. It's like. The Name. dot on the top of an eye. Yeah, Rhode Island. It's black licorice. Uh, what, what other garbage food Some could possibly be Some very expensive. I bet you... Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. yeah. Jolly Ranchers are terrible. Yeah, and then it's just uh, pancake backwash. That's what they love as a treat. In Rhode there Island. you go. Gross. 
Uh, what about Alabama? Alabama. That's a big shithole. Oh, that's kind of negative to all the Alabama. Have you been to Alabama? <laughs> I've driven through it. I've never stayed in Alabama. Okay, well. I never have. <laughs> it's awful. Let's see, Arkansas. See, the problem is that each state they don't have listed as a state. They have it listed as the candy. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but Alabama is Butterfinger, Skittles, and Pringles. Butterfinger's pretty good. Not bad. I'm, I'm a big fan. I like to uh, bust the top layer of chocolate off the Butterfinger and then eat the inside. You can't. The thing I have a problem with the Butterfinger is there's no way to eat them not extremely messy. Yeah, they flake. They flake they do. hard. Like It's like you want... You want to just be able to eat that in your car and not have proof, and that's not going to happen. I remember the first time I ever had a Butterfinger as a little boy, and I thought, these cannot be good for your teeth. I was going to say, too. <laughs> it's crazy how bad they go in your teeth. They do. And it's it like, feels, like, feels like you're removing your whole filling if you take it off. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. All right, that's going to do it. We will talk to you tomorrow on Tom Bernard Show.